Hola. <laughs> Rate <time>. opener. <laughs> Every time. Okay. So, thanks guys for listening. This is Matt, Roddy, and other Matt from Blessed Apparel. Here today, we're going to talk about um, mainly Blessed Apparel, where it began, where it started, you know, who Matt is, uh, his specialties and the products in the industry, what he brings to the table, uh, our collaboration that we're working on, just a bunch of things to give you guys just an intro of what this podcast is going to be about. Uh, some of the things that we see in the industry, either we do or don't agree with, and things that we want to focus on where we want to bring our brands. Okay? So, Yo. Roddy, say hi to the people. Hi to the people. Okay, that was nice. Hey, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. <clears throat> Today, what's up, Matt? What up? This, this is Matt with uh, Blessed Apparel. He came all the way out here uh, for the grand opening party for Rebel Reaper tonight. From where? From Oceanside, or San Diego. California. you guys would know it, probably. Yeah. Which is fucking long ways away for an event, which we appreciate him coming all yeah. the fuck way down here to Phoenix, oh, Arizona yeah. for this event. Absolutely. So if you guys are listening to this right now, that means the party's already passed. So if you were here and had a good time, which we know you will... And that we know you did. Yep. So, and if you didn't, you're probably just doing the same thing you were doing last year, hanging out at, at your mom's house in the basement, <laughs> jerking off, or at some lame house party playing beer pong that you do every fucking year. <coughs> Should have been here, Christian. Now he's got to go do other shit. Yeah, Christian's what, a that's photographer. What I'm saying. Oh. He's, he's gonna hang out for a few hours and then leave to go to another party. You're gonna hurt his feelings talking about it. Anyway, so let's move into this, Fuck Matt. His feelings. Matt from Blessed Apparel is here. Let's talk into it. So, Matt, introduce yourself, where you're from, where you began, how long the brand's been around. I'll let you take it from here. What's up? Uh, I'm Matt from Blessed Apparel. Um, I started Blessed Apparel in 2015. Um, you guys have probably seen us around. For, we're kind of known for our gloves. That's kind of our big, uh, our big ticket item that we do a lot of. Um, but started in August of 2015, uh, kind of a background on the company. Uh, on January 15th of 2015, I uh, got cut off splitting lanes and smacked a car at about 55. Um, ended up in the hospital for a while and then improved to a hospital bed at my parents' house for a while. And uh, it was it was a pretty, uh, a pretty interesting struggle, but through that I realized that uh for one I had a I was fortunate enough to have a family that that really cared and and did their best to take care of me and had really good health insurance at the time which which really saved me um from a lot of the the financial problems that can happen when when something like that happens to someone um basically going through everything I just kind of had this idea uh, while realizing how how fortunate I was that not everybody not everybody gets that, and uh, as we all know in the motorcycle industry, um, a lot of a lot of us riders may be the main source of income yeah. um, for our households, or um, as as the wife or the girlfriend stays home and watch over watches over kids, and it seems like it's almost every day now that somebody gets hit or somebody wrecks, and it as unfortunate as it is it's kind of the reality so well and, that, and us all being in this it's we've we've all said it we've all heard it it's not if it's when exactly you know so it's i'm sure if anybody who's listening right now 
and they ride, they they definitely feel where you're coming from. Yeah, I, know I, feel, I do. I feel like definitely a lot. Everybody, if you've been riding, it, you've either gone down or you know somebody who has. Yeah. I think it's it's kind of sad to say it's that common but it really is it's crazy um, how often i scroll through my news feed and i'm just like holy shit another one yeah it's like dude every you day know? or like a couple of days it's, it's 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 pretty nuts it's you ever and you always get that text it's like just checking my people there was a thing out on yep. the 101 and you know it's just like shit dude like yeah, it just happened the other day here i know in arizona of did all, you see that of all people my mom for like it was weird most of the time it's one of my my homies will text me and be like hey you alive, you know, and this one, my mom, I'm at work. She's like, hey, are you there? I'm like, there where? I'm at work, mom. She's like, no, <laughs> are you there alive? Was a, there, was a, there was an accident. Was it like an Indian school? And, and I, I don't know. She didn't. I was working. It was so like I, South Phoenix, from what I, I understand. Okay. I don't know. I just heard there was a wreck. So. Damn it, Roddy. Pay attention to the news. I have work to do. <laughs> Listen, I'm in the captain's chair. I am the captain now. Yeah, you stole my chair. I did. Thank you. Oh, it's comfortable as hell. I got a bad back. So back to your story, Matt. All right, this is what we <laughs> Sorry, do. We get distracted. It's all good. So, it's all good. You got in a car accident. So um, but basically, uh, starting the brand, the idea and everything kind of came up in its own way, and that's kind of a, I feel like a different story. But um, I, I basically just wanted to have a brand that kind of gives back to to people that find themselves in, the, in that crappy situation, and. Um, so when we started, originally it was donating uh, to riders who have gone down in motorcycle accidents through different avenues, um, whether it's through, you know, their GoFundMe pages or um, doing doing events like fundraiser events. Um, and then there's also some great organization, nonprofit organizations out there that do the same thing. Um, and that was kind of our start. And as we've grown, we've we've definitely expanded on giving back to not just riders who have gone down but different things like um veterans organizations and stuff like that um some of the recent ones we did we've done like the travis mills foundation we've done uh toys for tots um different stuff like that and for any of you guys listening if you guys ever have an event um or know somebody that's gone down or anything like that we with everything else going on i can't always look out to see what GoFundMes are up and, and um, who's gone down and who needs help. So anything that you guys can refer to us is huge. Yeah. Um, I've it, seen you actually shout out on your page before other people with the GoFundMes. Also, for those just on a side note, I, I respect the fact that Matt does that because I actually read on your story on your website, it says our story, that mm-hmm. tab that's yeah. about us. I actually saw that part when you said you support like vets and other people and absolutely people in situations like that, dude, which I respect hell of a lot. Well, and we're, we do the same thing. So we, we, we yeah. definitely feel you on that. I do have a question for you though. Yeah. What's up? As, as I'm sure you do, uh, you, you hear about a lot of, of these tragedies that happen and you want to give back to as many people as possible. How do you filter through all of them and decide which ones you're gonna you are gonna move forward with well and that's because that, that's that's very hard that's a very good question and it is and that's it's like who people are you will take gonna, it personally and, it's yeah. tough because you know originally well i have to start with like having our company founded on this we like to donate as much as we can but it's also catch 22 because i can only donate so much amount, if I have business yeah. coming in. So right, right. obviously there's slower times or 
things don't go as planned or I'm sitting on a lot of inventory, I would love to help everybody and empty my pockets to help everybody. But unfortunately, I, I just can't do that. Yeah. Um, but I think everyone feels that way, too. Yeah. You know, you know we all want to help it, people. People and don't understand that. Yeah. Though, you know, so I'm glad you mentioned that. And topic. it's it's. It's always I think a struggle. people think like people in the industry, like what we do, I think we just have like money flowing out our fucking assholes to just like <laughs> exactly. hand to everyone. You yeah. know what I mean? Like product costs exactly. money. So you have to, you know, like, make we're sales not, to give back. We're not know? we're not that drunk guy at the strip club just making it rain. Yeah. Like, we and don't then regretting it the ability. next day. And if and <laughs> if know? we are, it's like quarters, it ain't hundreds. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we wanna be. We wanna be that guy that just rolls in and slaps to every stripper that went down on a motorcycle. We wanna give you five grand to help you out, but we can't. Yeah, it, it just, we don't okay. have Yeah, it's yeah. it's just it's it's it kinda sucks and it's taken us a while to um to figure out how we go about it. And I've, I have had to set some guidelines like, and some people might not like this. And if you don't, I'm sorry. It's just, I can't donate to everybody, but, um, you know, one thing that kind of pushes us away from donations is, um, for one riders riding without, um, health insurance or motorcycle insurance. It's kind of common sense. Yeah. If you have the money to have the toy, you should probably put in a little bit of extra money because you know the risk getting into this and um you know you might not have the best insurance in the world but you got to have something because it's you know it's a responsibility of general it's so cheap exactly that's that's fair dude that's actually that's and fuck anyone who doesn't agree with that because seriously that's that's fair have you really had people that that complain to you about uh i mean nobody we try to help out even if it's you know just a little bit try it trying to give them something but but people can get aggravated and it's like look you know if if you can afford the novelty item to ride on to ride your motorcycle and to have a motorcycle as a toy um with that comes the responsibility of doing what you can to help yourself if you're in that situation and health insurance is one of those things that's not completely mandatory but having at least insurance on your motorcycle is yeah um the second big thing is uh is alcohol um if you know if you wreck your bike because you're you're hammered coming back from the bar dude i want to help you and i'm sorry for your situation but you made that choice yeah and we've all done it um yeah and you know i except roddy he's been sober what (laughs) we've all done it at Uh, some point in our lives i've never driven or ridden drunk um but i have ridden high out of my fucking mind and uh, that's pretty much the same thing. I'll never do that again. That scared the shit. And I'll, I had to go like literally a mile and a half to get to my house from my homie's house. Hmm. And that, sure. I was I was sitting there at the light, just like <laughs> shaking, like how am I doing I'm this tripping. right now? But like, <laughs> damn, that yeah, was no, so and, and I don't I don't really smoke too often anymore, anyhow. But then that was years ago. But and yeah, no, I feel you. If you're gonna if you're gonna be an idiot like there's nothing dumb about drinking alcohol that's right. totally cool and we all ride to the bars and that's part of it and yeah, you know right. if you it's not like if you were coming home from the bar because you guys had a poker run that day and you wreck we're not going to support you it's like you're pissed drunk freaking partying with the boys yeah like no and you knew yeah, yeah. it wasn't a good idea and you did it anyways then it, it kind of um it's it's kind of gonna gonna limit us on how much we're going to try to help because it's it's well, and it's responsibility us, and common sense. Exactly, and that shows that 
shows people that if you were to give to all those people, you know, right, right, that shows them that oh, it's no big deal if I get fucking shit housed and crash into a tree on my ride home because Matt and Blessed Pair will be there to help out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no, like this is, we're on the same page. Yeah, here. you know, it it's you still have to be responsible for your actions. Absolutely, and you know? and I think. I mean, because kind of side note, but I like that's kind of a big problem in society these days is nobody wants to take that responsibility oh, for their absolutely. actions. And, um, Fuck yeah, man! They just you know, want everyone else to handle their shit. Yeah, and so it's they, they think someone's just going to take care of them their whole life, but they don't realize that. Okay, you're a, you're an adult now. Live your life, have fun, but exactly you have a responsibility. Exactly, you, you got to take care of yourself. Yeah, you, you know? got to exactly. But the sad part is people don't realize that until they've already been in that situation and then they're like mm-hmm. oh it's already too late now i gotta be a responsible adult yeah. you know but by then you're already it's unfortunate up yeah. and you know mm-hmm. like it take it takes tens of thousands of dollars worth of a hospital bill plus getting your shit out of out of impound or the lot or whatever yeah. you know and possibly getting out of jail or it takes all that shit from one instance to make you realize I need to be more responsible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it doesn't... If, unfortunately, not everyone has common sense anymore. Yeah. Well, I respect you doing that, for one, because I know how people are out there. Like, if I do a giveaway on a product, it's like the next day, the person who won, they're asking me, hey, did you send it out yet? Hey, did you send it out? It's right. like, chill the fuck out, dude. You're getting a free product. You won the giveaway, so don't worry. It's not, not going away. You're spending any money. You're spending zero dollars. Yeah. You know? I'm shipping it out just to you. Just relax. It may take me four days to get to it. That, Pardon me. Just an example of what I'm trying to say to you, and I can't imagine, like, if you're that type of person that's out there in the situation and someone gets in a car accident, I could just imagine them just messaging right away and be like, dude, I got this fucking bill, you know, help me out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, have you ever had someone do that? Uh, not like that, but, or like... you go out of your way to, like... I mean sometimes i mean there is that like you know we're the thing and what i want you the listeners to know too is like we're not we're not at all a non-profit or anything we're a for-profit business i gotta make we we have to make make a profit and make a living um and so it comes out of it comes directly out of our pockets it's not like we're going and asking for donations to raise all this money to donate and you know some people get get frustrated because sometimes it's only 20 bucks or sometimes it's a hundred bucks. It, it depends when it is. And I'm going to try to work on that. I'm going to try to put a fund aside, um, to, to be able to make bigger donation amounts, but I've kind of tried to do it quarterly now. Mm-hmm. Um, just because man, it gets really hard. Like I, my account would be drained if I was freaking donating so every day. Yeah, like, and, and right, unfortunately yeah. I can't help everybody. And, um, you know, a kind of a, one of the other things is, there's really well-known people in the industry, obviously, and it's it kind of sucks sometimes because, like, when a really well-known person goes down, within minutes, man, they got five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars raised, and mm-hmm. but then you got Joe Schmo over here who's who's Can barely busting his brand. ass for yeah. to support his five kids and his wife, and they've raised a hundred bucks, and and in those situations, um, that dude who who really really, it's not that he needs it more. But who doesn't have as much as a, as much support or as big as a social media He'd following as everybody else? A lot more. Too. Um, I, I'm gonna go with him. Yeah. Um, be, because he needs it. So, I mean, that's that's pretty every, much our. I mean, everyone, just delete all your friends on on social media, <laughs> and you'll get Matt's vote. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. You got like ten followers. Cool. It's going to you. Yeah. By the way, um, we didn't even mention this. Uh, you guys, if you're like 
obviously still listening, but check them out on Instagram at Blessed Apparel. It's B-L-E-S-S-D. There's no E, right? Yeah, missing the last E in Blessed. Blessed Apparel. Okay. Really cool fucking Which shit. Which we don't I'm know how to you, spell man. that word, so <laughs> yeah. I just had to figure that one out on your own. So I feel like we got that situation down, like, in... in I think everyone gets the point. Well, hold on. Are there any other? What's your next checklist? I mean, that's pretty much it. The other one, the other one, obviously, because um, as we started this company, we really kind of catered to like the club style dyna scene. Um, Obviously, everybody wants to be like unknown industries these days. And um, that's it's kind of been tough because like, man, it's really hard to donate to some dude who loops it because he's trying to wheelie and i understand those things take practice but like it's just i can't i can't help you out on that one man like there's people out there just trying to go to work they get they get whacked or you know they're pulling out of an intersection and somebody runs a red light and if you crash your bike doing a wheelie because you can't figure it out and you can't you don't have an xr50 to practice on dude i'm sorry there's a difference in that guy who left his garage going I'm going to go fucking stunt at the lot or on the street or wherever. Yeah. Knowing that there is a greater chance of failure and that you you might lose it. Hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Than, like you said, Joe Schmo just on trying his to get to, to his fucking yeah. job at the pizza joint. Exactly. You know, there's a huge difference. Like, he's just going to work. He's not doing wheelies on the way there. Yeah. Oh, more yeah. than likely, anyhow. <laughs> just going Maybe to Maybe a burnout work. or two, but... Not the, not the guy whose yeah. sole purpose of being on the bike that day is to do stunts mm-hmm. you know and which y- i get that and i mean it's changed and i like, agree with that it's changed from obviously when we started the company to now now we're kind of more established and uh <laughs> a little bit more professional and kind of know what we're doing now yeah um well you gotta remember so, where you, you were t- do you mind saying how old you are uh, i'm i'm uh i'm 25 almost 26 and i was like 22 i think when i started this yeah and so, i'm i'm an electrician by trade that i do full time and it's dude i i going into this it was like oh we'll see if this works i'll figure it out and as the years have gone on i've just kind of learned from my mistakes and you know i'm not by any means uh good at business but i feel like you learn as business you go. this long we're doing all right yeah, 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 yeah. so exactly um, i mean it takes some time dude, like no it. one and i want to touch on that real quick no one fucking knows what the hell they're doing i don't yeah. care how as cool as it seems like online no one in the industry of anything that they fucking do knows what the fuck they're doing for a very long time. Yeah, it takes I'm time. I'm still to, to this that. day learning, and we got to the point where we're at. But I still we have a long ways to go. But I'm just saying, it's like I hate when people think that they fucking know everything. Yeah, yeah. and that's the shit that bothers me the most. And that's why I took a break on this podcast because I felt like, fuck, man, I don't want to feel like I'm the person that thinks they know everything. You know, so yeah. I wanted it to yeah. be more purposeful, and that's why we're bringing you back well, on and bringing it back to life. And I mean. Even if you're breaking freaking a million a year or whatever your business is doing, even at that point, you still don't know everything because you're hiring people to do it for you to keep your business going. <laughs> right, so, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I try to be a businessman these days and everybody has their hustles and stuff like that. And I mean, that's kind of how Bless started. I wanted to give, give back, but make some extra money because I'm broke and California is expensive and I like yeah. to live by the beach. <laughs> I don't think we'd be so, able to do what we do. Yeah, you know, it's, it's tough, dude. We talked like, about that earlier. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about that yesterday and like Oceanside, it's there's San Diego, California, man. The whole, it's the United States is expensive. Damn, oh, yeah, you know? Just in general. So, right. But I mean, that's that, that's that's pretty much our guidelines on that one. And if if you've hit us up and we haven't donated, I'm sorry if we missed you. Um, you know, I, I definitely want to emphasize though, that like 
I need your guys' help. Um, send as many of them in as you can, and I try to get to the ones that I can, but I, I can't go through and try to find all these. Um, so like anybody you guys know or anything you see, absolutely share it. Uh, tag us in it uh, and we'll try to do our best but don't act like you know matt's just sitting there on his phone all fucking day like waiting for you guys to send those requests and then respond to you immediately you got to understand like people out here have <laughs> lives got, and he's, he's like, got a full-time job he's got a full-time job and, and he's got a clothing line dude, that, he, that he does yeah it's, it's, people out there just he'll get slow your it. fucking roll dude <laughs> I, that's all i want to say people well that's so impatient i think we've talked about that before like today's society and the generation is instant gratification with everything on your fingertips on phones and stuff yeah well when and, you can go to amazon and order something you have it in two days people think oh yeah well everything can fucking mm-hmm. be like that yeah. you know but well and i gotta give it to my customers like you guys half the shit you guys order is on pre-order anyway so yeah. you guys are pretty good at being patient and i'm working on that and hopefully that gets better but a lot of this custom stuff and these it, it gets kind of expensive to try to run custom stuff as well as yeah we all know work, having full lines of everything which i think probably later in this podcast we'll discuss i think what route bless is going to go because of that but um can we talk about our yeah let's do it um i'm pumped man okay this collab's gonna be sick yeah we're doing a collaboration uh guys you know first off i'm not gonna fucking sit here and act like i'm an expert on the gloves okay that's the reason why we got matt here i don't even think i'm an expert on gloves dude you're more of an expert than most (laughs) but it's worked for us and and we try to make them better and the changes keep they end up lasting longer and longer so yeah yeah yeah. dude i know for a fact that it's going to be good because uh I mean, I knew about Bless prior to Rebel Reaper beginning. This is what I told you earlier when we first met. We were talking off the podcast. Is I knew a Blessed prior to Rebel Reaper, but I also affiliated you guys as the glove guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's a couple other brands I could think of off the top of my head, too, that do gloves. But, you know, if, if we... That's the reason why it took us so long to do a collaboration is because I'm so picky with who I fucking do business with. Absolutely. Because if we're not in the same wavelength or you think your shit doesn't stink and you're fucking on their high horse, dude, it's like, I don't Listen, even want to be around went, you. I just went into the port john after he did. His shit doesn't actually stink. <laughs> it's well, the thanks for confirming that. And I drank a little bit too much yesterday, it's so that's saying stri- something. It's the strangest <laughs> thing. Thank God we I got you on this thing, man. <laughs> anyway, but... Back to my point is like well, I wanted to do something with something that was purposeful and meaningful, and that's why we're doing it with Matt. Yeah, Bust Apparel. That's Agreed. me and you, Roddy, have talked on the side. Like, we don't really fuck with a lot of people because it's not that we don't want to or be dicks, but it's like if we're not on the same wavelength, we don't want to be associated with what you're doing if it's not on the same page. Yeah, you know what I mean, well, and I mean, like, even... we support vets here too, and just yeah. the fact that you do that too is is even more of an incentive to want to do this. Yeah, yeah. no, so, and I mean even with the custom glove program that we do like it it is tough because i i want to do gloves with everybody and i think i definitely like when we a collab like we're doing is a little bit different as opposed to a custom glove colorway but i think some people get it confused sometimes too that you know if a if a company comes to us to do custom glove colorway um and they want to offer our product with their custom print on it by all means we'll do it but that doesn't necessarily mean we're responsible for the decisions or choices that they make as a brand um so we're kind of careful with how we do things that way but um with you guys like it's a full-on collab and i'm I'm pretty pumped to do it and i think it's going to be sick and i know everybody listening is pretty pumped on it yeah you've seen the comments of like every time we share this collaboration like it hasn't even happened yet and i think the hype's big enough to the point where we're ready to pull the trigger which we will after this event because 
now that things are calming down after this event, it's all I've been thinking about. <laughs> and every, so now that this shit's done with, I can we can go back to business and we can talk about it. But and everyone knows how stingy I am when it comes to gloves. Yeah, you are. Uh, <laughs> fucking first gloves that came out, Roddy was like, eh, <laughs> they suck. But I was suck. like, fuck you, bro. Yeah. These are legit. Uh, they did is, sell out. But it is still. very. It is very difficult. I'm I'm that crusty old man on the porch who doesn't give a fuck, you know, and he just won't change his ways. <clears throat> so you have welders like, gloves, I, gloves i do and i like my welders gloves as my riding gloves as you should you're a welder they're, they're so. great but this shit is going to be so dope i might have to pick up a pair yeah you will pick I them. Might convert you. i just might you know so if they're that good i feel anybody listening to this who listens to our other podcasts has heard me talk about gloves and your gloves and my gloves and all this shit so they know that if i'm saying I might pick up a pair of these that they were they're legit. So yeah. I have another question. Yeah. Now that we're talked about that, we got the clear air cleared about the collaboration. We're doing a collaboration with gloves. Expect those to happen. What do you think December by the time we figure everything out? Yeah. I think, I think we could maybe have time. them here before that. Okay. Uh, so we got it. It's crunch time for us, but, we but it'll be it. Christmas time yeah. for sure. So you yeah. have it under your Christmas tree. Well, plenty of time. So don't worry. Yeah, we're definitely working on it behind the scenes, guys. I already have fucking ideas. Uh, I think we're, I'm gonna still stick to kind of the checkered theme, at least as far as one of the gloves. We haven't talked about it more, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'll talk to you on the side. Um, but the, I feel like the checkered scene did did pretty well. But anyway, the next topic I want to talk about more personal questions. Okay. Yo. Who is? <laughs> <laughs> more personal questions. Aww. So, um, doing apparel and how long we've been. It's been three years now for you? Something like that. So, yeah. It's, I'm you pretty said bad August at math. 2015. I still use my fingers. So. August 2015. So, that's, that's about yeah. three years. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. All right. So, you've obviously learned a lot. I want to ask you how your mindset is as far as your products. Now, a lot of people who listen, they think that they just want to come out with the cheapest, mm-hmm. quickest, easiest product to make the biggest buck. And right. I think that's where people start to fuck up. Mm-hmm. And I'm guilty of that when I first started too. I mean, I, anyone who says that they're not, I feel like they're full of shit. Oh yeah, I think we all got here, a couple of first runs that we're ashamed of. <laughs> yeah, dude, everyone has. You know what I mean? But that's the thing is like no one likes to talk about that, so that's a weary topic. But yeah, like even for me, dude, the first shirts that came out, I was like, compared to where they're at now, just an example. I'm like, fuck, I would never wear those in my oh, whole yeah. life. You know what I mean? Dude, I my first run of shirts was like on these terrible Hanes like you wash them and they shrank like three sizes and the, like the screen printer i do nothing about anything and it was just junk and yeah. if you i see some customers still wearing them please hit me up so i can get you some new stuff <laughs> let me hook like, you up that's how i feel too dude i'm like i, I mean we all got to start somewhere but damn we've come a long way <laughs> dude in the storage unit next door if you look inside there there's a box full of old fucking shirts dude i pulled them out the other day i was like what was I thinking? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. I feel like, bad my buddies have this shit, but I appreciate their support, you know? Yeah, but definitely. Still, it's like, what the fuck? Like, crusty screen prints that, like, they washed one time and, like, yeah. just everything, you and know? It's cracked it's, in it, yeah. You, I guess you live and you learn and not having a background in it, I didn't know anything until mm-hmm. I started actually researching it, so. Yeah, so that's, that's all, the point yeah. of what I was trying to make is, like, you learn and you listen to your customers and you go out there, you're like, well, this sucks. If I got to sell more, I got to make it better. Mm-hmm. So you went out there, you're pretty much self-taught with everything. I assume right? yeah you didn't go to any much. school you didn't go to like no I mean a trade school or anything not anything. at all I mean besides like learning electrical in school I pretty much uh everything I do from this business standpoint I mean obviously I got um 
some mentors and people I look up to and ask for help. But, um, I mean, all the decisions, everything is me. And I, <laughs> what's it like running a one man shop though? It's pretty tough. Like, you know, it's for a while, like <laughs> I used to, uh, call my parents house a sweatshop because they'd help me ship while i was at work and i wouldn't yeah. pay them <laughs> yeah right. and like she my, damn i love my mom she put some hours in and 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 even my girlfriend she's i mean she's even these days like half the orders get to the post office because of her because by the time i get home after sitting in traffic from working like an hour away i don't have time to do it so but it's hard man it's tough very, and very very hard um i think the hardest thing is like really realizing not only do I not know a lot, but I don't know everything. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, from I'm starting with a couple changes we made in the company with graphic design and, and product development. Um, I've learned a lot about materials and stuff, but like, dude, I, I could sit, I should sit on YouTube and watch hours and hours of videos on how to do stuff, but I, I'm so ADD that that's never going to happen. Yeah. That's how <laughs> so. I am sometimes too, man. I'll get so lost in the sauce, just watching videos all day and then I'll fucking get distracted like a squirrel. I'm like, yeah. what was that? Well, no, I mean, that's I got where, orders. That's where I come in. He, he has an idea and he bounces it off me and I tell him whether it's shit or not. But that's, I'm like, that's I why have, I have certain people, at least as far as the team of what I consider us all. Yeah. You have the mindset as far as the creativity when coming up with designs and shit. When I, or I can't think about that. Yeah. Like Christian has an eye for the photography and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So everyone has their specific niche and what, but mm-hmm. the point of what I'm trying to make is like, I respect the fact that you're humble enough to admit that because for me too, it's really hard. I'm the reason why I'm a one man shop still to this day, as far as full time, I'm so picky about how shit's done mm-hmm. that I don't want the responsibility. If a customer says they're pissed off about a product, I don't want to fucking yell at my friend or whoever I hired right. to help, you know, and be pissed off at them and then cause bad soil in, in the decision. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's really hard because I'm super picky, mm-hmm. but doing it as a one person, you can't do it long term. Yeah. For one term. Like I am so thankful for everyone that's around to help because it wouldn't have gotten here without everyone mm-hmm. else too, dude. No, it's well, for me to sit here and be like, it's all me. It's yeah. egotistical and I would never fucking do but, uh, it. And on the same page, you also have to, the people you pick that are on the squad. Like quality they, people. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not, they've been th- through it with you. They, they've, how do I say this? Like since day one. Shit. They've they, gone through the, like the ring the with ringer, you. Yeah, yeah, like they, like, they understand. They're not fucking bitch ass punks who can't take an ass chewing. Right. You know? Right. Like we've been on phone calls where dude you fucked up you know like you've told me that yeah, and i'm yeah. like fuck you're right you know like i screwed up and vice I, versa you yeah, said yeah. for me but we have that respect for each other to, but we I don't feel like take you it personally that. it's it's the yeah. company you like it's right. it has nothing to do with you and your character that fucked up it's the what you did with within the company right of yeah aspect of life but shit happens uh, but if you're able to take that, learn from it, and Never better yourself, yeah. that does show your character. Right, exactly. You know, so that's... that's. There's and, been times, dude, where have... someone fucks up once, dude, you're cut off completely, you're done, I'm x Well, because it's how they take it. But you know? I know who I select now, at least in my life, where if they make a mistake, I know it wasn't genuinely done on purpose. Yeah. And it's yeah. definitely something to work on to make it better. So that's mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. I keep selective people around. and. I know it looks cool to have a bunch of shit ton of employees like on, on social media and be like, dude, I got this whole squad that's running around with this fucking business and shit, but... How many like, of those dudes would you let hang out with your wife all night? <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> exactly. that's an issue, you well, know what and, I'm saying? And it's funny, too, because, like, we've had, you know, I've had, like, 
bigger companies and people that I look up to, like, you know, hey, man, like, you should make it look, make your business look bigger than it is. And I I thought about that for a little bit, but, I mean, I just want to be real. Like, I ain't going to do that because if I don't get to an email for a day or two because I'm working two hours away and I didn't get home and I still got to ship everything, like, dude, I'm you, tired, bro. Like, but you, you know, gotta, and, and then you got to shit, then shower. Yeah, and, and then, and, like, I mean, spend that's, time with the girlfriend. Yeah, that's not even personal life. And, yeah. and you know, like lately we've had some stuff, and 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 life's been pretty handing us some punches lately. And uh, you know, it's like I'm sorry, like if we've delayed for certain things, and it's like you know. But you notice that your customers appreciate the fact that you're being honest about that. Yeah, and and I think that's that's important. Like to me, it's important for my customers, for one, to know that I'm an electrician. Like I feel like it's really easy. Uh, to preach about like, like blue collar, like working with your hands and stuff like that. And like, I want you guys to know that like, dude, if I put something through the ringer, like it has to work. Like I'm an electrician and if my tools fail me, it can kill me. Um, and, and I'm, I don't want to put forth anything out to you guys that, especially if you're paying good money for it. And like, I guess I was kind of sidetracking there because I'm scatterbrained, but I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I know how hard you guys work for your money or yeah. how hard everybody works for the money. Yeah. And, and the last thing I want is, um, you know, you to be sweating your ass off in the middle of Arizona where it's hot here. Um, and spending that $20 that you worked an hour for sweating on, on a product and then you get in and it's junk because like, <laughs> it sucks. that sucks. Cause like, that's happened to me before too. Yeah. Dude. As a consumer, I think we all have where we've ordered something, we're super excited, we get in the mail and we're like, fuck man, this shit sucks. Yeah. Is this, and I'm, you you just, everything you just said, 100%, that's exactly. Can we talk about what we've been thinking about or no? Uh, if you're talking about... No? Okay. No. Okay. Matt's giving me the no. No, no, no. Both no, Matt's are giving that's me the Matt no. That's Matt square on a no. Okay. So. No. But no. it does go along with that. How much time you got, you yeah, no, okay, we're good. Cool, cool. So, yeah. So, so <clears throat> but anyway. Agreed, let, agreed. Yeah. It, it takes, you want, if you're going to, if I'm going to send a company, if I'm going to buy shit from them and it's costing me after shipping and taxes and everything, it's going to cost me 70 something bucks. I don't want to get it in the mail, wear it once, wash it and be like, what the fuck? This thing mm-hmm. sucks. No, Dude. I want it to be good quality. Right. Well, and, and, and I think that's, you know, like. Uh, one of our new special products we did were these tech jackets and um, like I'll be honest with my customers like we had a couple from the first run that had some issues uh, mm-hmm. st- like stitching or seam splitting and stuff like that and um, I'm obviously going to replace it and take care of it and you know that's good feedback for us because it helps it make us make the product better Yeah. Um, and I mean it, it happens sometimes yeah. like and it happens, you know, like I know this last, sometimes we get a couple gloves that fall through the cracks and, um, like anything, like there's always, uh, smooth or what do they say? Smooth seas don't make a skilled sailor. Exactly. Yep. You know, you know? Sure. It's a, um, you gotta have these fuck ups or else your company isn't going to get any better. And if it doesn't get better, it's not going to get bigger. Well, yeah. yeah, I feel like a lot of people, like when I first got a pissed off customer, like if we can just as a topic, dude, he was so pissed off at me. I didn't know how to fucking handle it. The way he came at me, I was like, man, fuck you, motherfucker. You know what I mean? But yeah. this was the first experience I've ever had. But it taught me a huge lesson because I have to think not only for myself and 
this is a good product, you know, but I have to think about how the customer interprets the product right. as well. So this was a game changer for me, just as a side topic, because you, he sent me this shit, dude. If you read it, you'd be like, well, fuck you too, you know? <laughs> but I'm sending all the homies to your address. <laughs> we got that shit. But here's what <laughs> no. people don't realize, dude, is it's not you're just dealing with that customer. Your response and how you handle that response to that customer, you don't know if he knows five people in his life or you don't know if he knows 5,000 people in his fucking life. Yeah. And those 5,000 people could be potential customers. You could have a couple hundred from mm-hmm. that. And the word of mouth is everything. So and there's always a few I, bad apples in the bunch. But, yeah, there's but, always yeah. a shithead out there. But I feel like the majority of people, they understand that. And then if I'm going to recommend a product to someone, I want to make sure with confidence that I know for a fact, hey, you need to go here for gloves or hey, you need to go here for a vest or mm-hmm. hey, you, need, you know things that you personally experienced and word of mouth is everything. Yeah. I just wanted to nail that in the coffin because I I think there's too many companies out there with too big of an ego. that don't understand that you treat your customers like shit. Well, guess what? You're not just talking shit about that person. Everyone that sees your comment and how you, you handle that person, they're going to interpret you as that person Mm -hmm. as well. And they might just not even buy your shit because you're a fucking prick. The way you handle shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I read a, I read a comment from a company that says some shit about another customer who was just simply asking a basic question, mm-hmm. like how's fitting, oh, yeah. and their response is just, well, check out the size chart, or like, how about you order it, and then you can figure it out, you know what I mean? I've seen shit like that, and I'm like, who the fuck do you think you are, dude? Yeah. And now I never want to buy your shit, and I hope you fucking burn a hell, you mm. bitch. You know, that's just how oh, I yeah. feel. I would never no, say yeah. that. And, it's kind of you know, fucked like, up, but... Sometimes, too, like... Sorry, I get heated up about that. No, I <laughs> it get just it. really bothers me. Customer, customer and like service. sometimes it's tough too. Like I think sometimes customers don't realize like is sometimes we may have a day where we get a bunch of those. And um, yeah, and I mean, we have bad days too. Like we're still human. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you still not that I, I'm anything significant, but like I'm a freaking person, man. Like I think I'm, you're so, significant, I'm sorry. Man, okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a kid, man. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm just figuring this out, but, um, no, I think that that's a very, very important point that you just made. Definitely. Like when people were asking, like, how'd you get to the point of it? It, it looks like a great number. What? 62,000. I just, when people keep asking me that shit, I just don't even fucking pay attention to it because I'm more focused on right now. Like I feel like I get more customers because of word of mouth these days mm-hmm. compared to liking, commenting, following, liking, commenting, following, you know what I mean? So now everything's just been, hey, dude, I've heard about you through this, this, and that. Yeah. And that, I feel like, is more important in currency than whatever the hell post I'm trying to make or whatever the fucking number next to the K looks like. You know what I mean? No, it doesn't definitely. Matter. Like, man, some of my, like... People get so sucked up in that shit. Yeah. And I've had conversations with other brands that are friends of mine, and that's... They talk about it, and I'm not going to mention their names, but they're they feel like they associate their significance with whatever that number is and i feel like that's i would much rather have a hundred followers and a hundred dedicated customers that are continuously buying my product and love the products mm-hmm. than a hundred thousand that are just there to look at whatever the fuck i'm trying to post yeah and i i think that's like the number one thing that people do these days is like they determine like a person or a business's success because like Oh, this dude's got like three hundred thousand followers. They they got to do really well. Where like I've bought shit from big followers, and I've heard other people from big followers, mm-hmm. and their shit still sucks. Yeah, so and don't and let it, that be the judge. I mean, even you know the amount of followers doesn't determine somebody's success by any means. And I, and I think that's such like a so many people these days like you know the whole like Instagram model craze, and it's like oh like 
she's got a million followers like her life must be perfect and then right. you like meet them and you're like dude this chick's mess Fucking like you all over the place <laughs> oh, or like that or like this guy is a cash me outside chick Oh, Kicks I, me oh that's my crazy. Like, I'm uh, sure she's got a fucking million people on her shit, but just li- how do you listen to her talk? <laughs> like, yeah, how do you, every time I hear her voice, I'm like, know, oh, dude. just stop, stop, please stop. But, dude, she's got, did you know she has, she has music. Get this, though. She has huh. fucking, like, she's a music, she, she's a rapper or some shit. Well, well everybody, I'm not going to play You get a tattoo on your face and you're a rapper so. these days. Yeah, but. like, I'm not going to listen to her shit because I'm sure it's god-awful. I don't even like her speaking voice, let alone her, like, I don't even know what she sounds like singing-wise, but all because she, one of these Instagram famous yeah, things, you know? No, exactly. It's, here's, it's here's the humble kicker right now, and I just to say it because it's been buzzing around the back of my head. If you're the type of person that thinks the number of what your business is matters, imagine if Instagram was deleted completely tomorrow and it fucking didn't exist. Who the fuck are you now? Mm -hmm. You know, you ain't shit, dude. And that's exactly what I wanted to say because I feel like people get so sucked up into this and think that they can say and do whatever they want based off that number. Yeah. But bro, you take that shit away. Who the fuck are you? That's just the honest truth, man. And that's why I don't get so stuck up in the numbers and... People say this and that, and I just, I, I don't really fucking care about it, dude. Yeah, it's it like, helps. Trust yeah. me, it helps. It helps. It makes you, you know, look like you're that. Mm-hmm. But you help it get more sales because it's more of a credential towards people, and that's how they think. Yeah, I mean, shoot, like we were talking yesterday. Like, but if these, Instagram was deleted, how many of these people would even be, dude, who would even see them walking out the I don't even know how fuck I they run were? my business. And <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> that's like a whole other book business for dummies book right there, well, dude. If Instagram's gone. But. Nice slice of humble pie for you guys listening, though. That That's but, the truth. <laughs> it, it, it's funny because we were talking about this yesterday. Like, I mean, we're not even at the tent. 10k mark and like we've been in business for a few years and um i mean we're very small but like my instagram numbers don't show the amount of gloves that we've pushed out and stuff like that you know like um so it's 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 just it's kind of sad how it's gone to that point people think that way but but my real question though and what i've had to realize about myself and other brands and other people who are really in it for the right reasons Let's just say, hypothetically, every single account was deleted off Instagram tomorrow. Everyone had to start from ground zero. I feel like the real people who are really in it for the real reasons can rebuild what they lost and still stick to that and just continue dishing that out and make a successful business Mm -hmm. after that was deleted. Yeah. Those are the people, in my opinion, are the people who are in it for the right reasons and also the people who know what the fuck they're doing. Mm -hmm. No, definitely. That's just a reality check. Yeah. I'm I'm prepared for if Instagram gets deleted, dude. I, I already have a that. plan B because I know I'm gonna fucking still keep kicking ass. And hey, the day that I'm happens, just... dude, I'll have billboards <laughs> all the way down to ten. <laughs> <laughs> dude, there's an app called Blip. Have you heard of it? Uh. Uh-uh. So there's an app called Blip, and uh, I only know them because they annoy the fuck out of me and send me emails <laughs> all the time. So anyway, but it's working, so, right? There's an app called Blip, and uh, you can basically pay per. Um, they, you know, they 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 have ads that click mm-hmm. every like 10 seconds it goes to a new ad and new ad so you pay per click what they call it and every time your your post pops up you pay like a penny up to 10 cents per post and you see them driving by on the freeway hmm. i really wish i didn't say that on this podcast now because i'm sure a lot of people are going to take advantage of that now that i'm actually thinking hey, about blip, it, throw so some money. Yeah. i'm just saying hey yeah blip hook a boy up okay <laughs> give me like 30 clicks for free i don't fucking uh. care. so that, there's just so many avenues of how you can market now yeah 
And that's something I want to talk to you. Just wrap up the end of this. Yeah, definitely. You got other shit to do. Um, and we plus we only got an hour's worth before it cuts us off anyway. Okay. So, how, what's your take on marketing? We're super professional. And <laughs> how do you view as far as the marketing in our industry? And because apparel is big, that's what we mm-hmm. are experts on. That's what we stick to. Like, how do you go experts. as far as marketing? Do you do you send out products to people and have them test and trial it out? post up the results or do you do Instagram ads or um I mean there's a lot of people in apparel that listen to this podcast so that's why I'm asking so. for me personally like and I think I might have talked to you about this too like we did uh <laughs> like I know like Instagram ads I've had terrible luck with and part of that's probably just because like it's all keywords and crazy things yeah. and like I'm just I'm not good at that stuff I'm gonna show you how um, after this you coming all the way here I'm gonna show you how to fucking be an <laughs> Instagram dope, dude. master like, dude like, and you're gonna kill it shout out Trust to me my buddy Kenny uh coffin culture but like that dude I see his post and like his response is crazy and I'm like dude how the hell like I just I've had terrible luck with it and um, I spent a lot of money on learning how to do it dude and trust me I'm gonna show you how well and that's the thing now I'm like damn I spent a lot of money and I haven't got nothing but it's not a lot it just depends on what you put in you get you get back out huh once you learn how to do it you'll have to to educate me on that you can budget on doing it but like I mean, as far as marketing, um, honestly, it's just like just putting out stuff that is better and and different than what everybody else has. And kind of like what we were talking about, I think um, it's going to be like the specialty products and kind of doing doing something different. Like, I mean, every day and and I'm just like I said, my social media following isn't that big, but every day it's like five new apparel companies or this dude starting this. I mean, or like. I'll be honest, like gloves, like, uh, everybody's trying to make gloves now. And it's like, um, it's, you know, it's like doing your specialty products and you can, I feel like as a man, like being a Jack of all trades is kind of cool or it is kind of cool. It's yeah, a good yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like in business, um, and from, from what I've been learning about like the apparel industry, it's like, um, having your one or two like die hard products that are yep. like these products are going to shit on everybody's no matter what so when people think of you they affiliate that product exactly trying to say. which like in our case like um i mean our number one selling product since we've started and the first like og product that we made have been our gloves mm-hmm. and going into starting bless that was like all i, I was like i want to make uh, a motocross style glove for all these dudes who wheelies on the street because like at the time it was like these big beefy like leather gloves and or like, mechanics gloves. Yeah, you know, and like and they just looked plain and dull. Exactly, yeah. and and um, you know there's like we kind of hit it with one one other really big glove company out there at the same time, and like and they've killed it. Um, and and since then, like uh, a lot of people are trying to do them, and you know like our big thing with our gloves that kind of set us apart from everybody else is like everybody always wanted Velcro gloves. Yep, and. I hate Velcro because Same like we here, talked dude. yesterday, yeah. like, dude, you have a dope pair of gloves and then the Velcro wears out and you're riding on the freeway and it's slapping your wrist and it's the most annoying thing ever it and is. you can't keep it tight on your wrist. So you throw out a good pair of gloves. And mm-hmm. so that's why, um, that's why we went with pull on and some of our newer, like our, our leather winter gloves and stuff like that, um, have a different method, um, that, that customers and everybody else will see. But, um, I, I think it's just having having one or two staple products 
and really locking down your staple products before you jump to too many things. And I, I mean, my biggest mistake with Blessed is I spent a lot of money too early um, because I had all these crazy ideas of all this crazy shit I wanted to make. And then I'd like, I'd, I'd get the sample in, make all the changes, lock it down. And then it's like, oh, well, it's going to be this much for production. I'm like, yeah, well, that ain't happening. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's like on the back burner. And then because you have to buy more to get a certain yeah, price point and, where it's actually profitable to continue doing that. Right. So, and like what a lot of the listeners probably don't know is like, you know, like basic apparel and shirts, like it, it, you can go buy blanks and print them. But when you start making products, like you can't just like cut and sew shit. Yeah. Like yeah, you can't custom. you can't just open up a, a catalog and like, oh, I want these gloves with this print. Like right. it's like, no, there's like a lot of trial and error. Like. And, and I'm sure you guys have touched on that. And like, I know your customers know it cause you're, you, you really, um, talk your customers through kind of, kind of your, your experience and your process of creating stuff. But, um, and, and that's kind of like one of the reasons too, with the apparel that we do have, um, everything is all cut and sew now and we don't purchase any blanks anymore. And we kind of make and mess around with all the shirt materials ourselves just because, um, for one, it's easier for us to control the quality and it just kind of sets us apart. Like, you know, I, it's more personal too. Yeah. I know your customers will probably keep preaching. Like this is a one of a kind type mm-hmm. product. I can't get anywhere else, but I got it directly through these guys. Yeah. And, and you know, like for me, like growing up, we were always on a, like whether it was wearing like LRG skateboarding or like obey mm-hmm. and they all had, we'd call it like double or triple tagging it. Right. When you got like, an LRG shirt and an LRG flannel and an LRG hoodie and all your tags are stacked up and it looks <laughs> yeah. like, gee, you're like, damn, that dude dropped some serious money on yeah. what he's wearing. Right. And, uh, and I kind of thought about going that way and I was like, well, let's do something a little different. And that's like, so we went with like our embossed leather patches that are on everything now. And those are um, cool, man. I saw that it's different Yeah. that, you know, a lot of people that. are not doing. So when I saw that on, uh, I think it was one of your latest, I think it was like a sweater or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Probably the grill sweaters. Yeah. yeah. Did, yeah. Uh, that was really cool. Cause it's different. And I feel like a lot of people Shirts. appreciate the leather, a- anything that stands out and is different. I feel like people just, that's the word appreciate yeah. a lot more. Cause it's, it's not everyone can get it. Exactly. And, and, and these big brand names, dude, I feel like they're going to slowly start falling off because I feel like our customer base, at least in our industry, are understanding these these little guys, quote unquote little guys, are the ones that are gonna start focusing on what their customers' needs are mm-hmm. compared to these huge big well, damn brain companies. They don't give a fuck because they're so stuck in their ways. They don't need to listen to their customers. Well, and we're making the, money. We don't need to do that. that. The part of that is we're just all these little companies right now. We're just the next generation. Right. Mm-hmm. We're and. It's who's going to be there at the end when we all, when we fucking make it, when we're 45 and now a big name, you know? Yeah. But um, people, we, the smaller guys should come out together to, well, make, yeah, us, no, that, to make these products for people that's in the industry what I'm saying. even Who's going to go through it with each other and last and be there at the end? And right. who's going to go and think that they're better than everyone and... They're not going to be there at the end. They're mm-hmm. going to fall off because of the poor choices they made. Well, and right? I think for you us know? too, like, you know, we can't, I'm so small, like I can't take a loss on a bad print that cost me two grand. Yeah. Like, and, and so I think for us being little in the size that we are, it, it's like it, I mean, personally, I like, um, I rat, if it was up to me, like Supreme's business model is dope. Like if I could put five products out mm-hmm. a year. 
and freaking pay all my bills and that's all I do all year mm-hmm. and I can do like three to five products and put all my heart and soul into each one of those products like that's dope um but I think it's cool with us being little because like we don't for one we can't afford to eat eat bad product or a bad print but um it also allows us to listen to our customer base more and put more time in creating the specialty products that they want right so we can pay our bills right um and ensure that we're gonna get we're gonna get sales from them based and sell the product, you know. And like yep. anybody in apparel knows that like like the last thing you want is shirt sitting. And like I get caught in it still all the time. Like, dude, I got so much stuff. I'm like, dude, yeah. this has got to go. Right. And it's like it you know, it seems like like you got a new print. Your new print's hot for like two weeks, and then if you don't sell out on those two weeks, somebody well, else got, is dropping something sicker. So if, if, I'm gonna have to take a look. If you got any larges available in, in uh, some of that old stock, <laughs> I, I might just take those off your hands for you. Dude, larges are yours. Uh, any of you big boys, you need like three X, four X, two X. Do you ever up. listen to like other brands' stories of how they came up and what like? Uh, sometimes, yeah. I mean. Because I heard a story of Bobby Hundreds. I'll just top on it real quick. I saw you posted that too. Yeah, from Bobby Hundreds, dude. I listen and I watch and I understand from other brands and how they came up. Like, the Hundreds. I'm pretty sure anyone who's listening to this in apparel understands what the fuck the Hundreds is. Mm -hmm. The way he started and literally came up from nothing. And he would make a t-shirt and he didn't even have the product in hand. It wasn't even a physical product. He'd go there with a blueprint and walk into a shop and be like... You guys haven't heard of us, you know, and sell it off like yeah. that and then be able to build it up into what it is today. Mm-hmm. But all the struggles, too, that he went through, man, it's just inspiring shit that I like listening to. Yeah. But the the thing is, like, in apparel, it's it's hard to come up with a T-shirt is a fucking T-shirt. Exactly. You know and I mean? that's the it's thing. Like, it's like your design is your design. And when people take it to the next level and think, like you can't do that because that's my shit or like, you know, throw something really personal into it. It's like, well, and that's kind of what's funny too. And like, we have to do specialty products because like, you can't be that asshole charging $50 for a shirt that everybody else charges $25 for Yeah, because it's the same shit. You just got a different print on it. And like, Right. You can't tell me you're, dude. If you're paying your screen printer that much, you got to pick charge fifty dollars for a, a shirt. Screen dog. Screen you need printer. a new screen printer. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and and so I think I think like yeah. we have to do specialty products because like otherwise like you know but anybody also, can I go print like, on a like we can all order shirts from like Bella Canvas and print on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I think that's what's so why we have to do specialty products because like we all have to. It's not. I mean, on certain products, you can kind of, we can make our price, but like, if a new brand were to start tomorrow and they're printing t-shirts, front and back logo, and they're charging $42 for a shirt, people would be like, who the hell is this dude thinking he's going to get 42 bucks for a shirt? Like, get this though, you know when fucking Kanye West came out with his Pablo brand or whatever, mm -hmm. and he made a t-shirt and charging $300 for a fucking Gildan t-shirt with a print on it, they sold out the same fucking day, but... That's the world we live in. People mm-hmm. are buying based off what the brand that's, means. That's a different. Exactly. Not that's just, a different. That's a that's different just a level. Topic I know. Simple. Yeah, but that's yeah. a different level. That yeah, we're, but we're I'm talking a, about like way different level. Than but that. but there's the, that catch twenty two of what you just said. But also at the same time, I feel like customers will spend a little bit more based off what that brand means to them. Definitely, you know what I mean? Because they're more affiliated with what that is. Yeah, uh, that's the real only reason why I started my shit. Is my shit didn't really represent with what I was about and what I liked Mm -hmm. you know there were some things here and there that liked but I didn't want to wear five different brands that represented what I was into you know what I mean I just want to build it into one thing that I liked well and I think I think for the the brands coming up or the people thinking about doing their own thing that are listening I think 
I think that's the important thing is is don't just start a brand like have some type of purpose for what you do don't right. I mean we all want to make money and we need money to survive but like give back or you know it's like why we all support like veterans organizations yeah. and, yep. and or veteran run businesses because like they give back or like they came from somewhere dude or like you got to have a mission exactly a mission. you got to have something that you stand for and that you will never move from mm-hmm. or else because if you don't you'll fall for anything yeah and you will fall off forever but yeah. get this for those that are starting up though you should take into consideration that you're gonna suck in the beginning okay mm-hmm. your shit's gonna suck in the beginning if anything you wrap up from this it's gonna suck from the beginning but you learn you adapt you get better and you start defining more of what your brand represents because yeah. what we represented two years ago is way different than what we mm-hmm. represent now and it's more defined I guess you could say like it still have the same principles. Yeah, we have the same principles, and our mission is still the same. But it's like you said, it's more refined. It's de- more of a a definite. Than yeah, a you grow and kind of find find your line, your and the avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah and exactly. Then you go from there. But I feel like that's what so. holds people back. So I wanted to say that you know, it's mm-hmm. just like just you got to go for it and just stay true sure, to it. Yeah, man. like don't just don't. make it because if your purpose is. Hey, I gotta sell this shit to make to pay the bills this month. You're never gonna fucking make it, dude. Mm-hmm. Like you got. There's nothing driving you. Focus right. on yeah, solving the problem. As, as soon as you don't sell out your first batch, you're gonna be like, well, that was fucking stupid, and you'll never do. That's it why again. I'm not doing gloves again. I'm stoked about this collaboration with Blessed Apparel. Again, that's why I didn't want to do the second run because I know, okay, well, I'm not the glove guy. Yeah. Tried that out. I'm gonna go with someone who is the glove guy. Yeah. And Blessed Apparel is the glove guy. Okay, guys. Right. That. So, wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Uh, I am super stoked about the party tonight. Yeah, yeah. we're all Same. gonna have a good I already hear people time. outside on their motorcycles. Probably not drinking tonight. We got, we got, uh, <laughs> we got seven of the boys out there right now, just waiting for us to wrap this up. Yeah, they want to party. There's no cops. And um, shit. <laughs> I would. I've been hearing exhaust the whole time, so mm-hmm. I know somebody's out there dicking around. But uh, real, real quick, Matt, not you, the other one. Uh, from Blessed Apparel, shout out your Instagram. Uh, Website, everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, so give, give the people what they want. <laughs> We're not super techie. Um, I, I don't have the time for a lot of that stuff, but Instagram, our website, and Facebook. And it's uh, it's Blessed Apparel, but it's B-L-E-S-S-D. It's missing the last E. Um, check us out on Instagram. Shoot us a follow. Um, you know, uh, if you guys know anybody going down or that's gone down, um, and needs our help, let us know. We'll, we'll try to help them the best we can. And, um, you know, hit us up, give us a like, give us a follow, shoot us a message. Um, if you don't like us, tell us if you like us, tell us whatever. <laughs> if you don't like them, fuck you. Uh, all right. Did, did you already say the website? Uh, yeah, the website's, uh, com. Facebook. It's, Spelled it's the same, same, same way. And right. Instagram's the same thing. So right on, um, and yeah that's it that's that's pretty much us super stoked for this whole collab and everything that we're doing together it's going to be a fun day and a fun business adventure yeah this is going to be sad dude celebrating all our friends being here man and you coming all the way up from california absolutely thanks for the invite all right and as always i am fxdb underscore rod holy shit i you remember you never remember i remembered it this time and matt uh fuck me just follow rebel yeah. clothing yeah <laughs> fuck it we're who we're cares about my personal we got we got a party to get to okay. later bye that was